It's Progate Racing Show. It's your tips, Dag and Beaver, with you for a midweek preview show off the back of a, a decent uh, Saturday out, Beaver. Yeah, another another reasonable weekend for the boys. So um, good to see us uh, still kicking along there, mate. Yeah, any highlights for yourself? Um, highlights? I'm just trying to think back to the weekend, mate. A um, couple of couple of butchered rides there. Um, Frumos mm. was a bit of a disaster, but uh, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Uh, Mr. Brightside was solid. Um, pretty easy to watch. Yeah, it, it pretty much had the run that uh, we thought it would have. Um, Jimmy the Bear was very good in the first. Um, that, that was definitely an easy watch um, and uh, impress, another impressive win. And Colino, the ride on Colino, I know you're pretty particularly happy with. Oh, Kalino was an outstanding ride uh, from J-Mac. Um, just hunted that up, sat outside and rode it like it was the best horse and uh, just tinkered along and won. Yeah, very good. We've got uh, the Group 1 uh, Winx Stakes this Saturday, which we'll preview tomorrow night. Looking forward to, to that as we get into the real good stuff for spring. But we've got Canterbury today with the rail in the true, apparently a heavy track, but I feel like it should play a bit better than that. Um, so we'll see what happens. Generally, hoping for as fair as Canterbury can be, but we know we'll keep an eye on leaders to start off at least. We kick off with a three-year-old 1,200-metre maiden, uh, which I think is a good race here, Beaver. Yeah, a little bit of an interesting affair to start the day. Um, a few horses here that have been tested and um, the favourite that hasn't, who's trialled very well and... I've stuck with it um, just based off its trials. Mm. Um, they've been good. They've won fairly comfortable um, in both trials, uh, one by nine lengths and one by five uh, or four. Um, that should be good enough to win this if it lives up to that potential. Yeah, scientists we speak of. Um, trial away from home, second trial as well, which is good. Both, as you said, were good. Uh, Mum was a good horse, Global Glamour. And uh, it, I think, he's a talented horse here, and I think Canterbury sets up perfect with Tim Clark on the leader, and a couple of the other pace options in the race, I think, have come out so on top as well. Uh, I was giving one at a bit of a price ambassadors as the main danger. I thought the trials were good coming back for this, um, and around it was twelve dollars last night uh, with scratchings. What are we into? About eight now, and. Um, might run well here, and obviously Northern Beaches could be a chance, but um, yeah, I'm pretty keen on this um, first starter, actually. The second is a, what are we up to here, three-year-old fillies version of the 1,200-metre race. Uh, any thoughts on this one? Yeah, another uh, tricky affair, this one. Um, I've gone for, for Siri from the book, Stable. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen it's a bit of money for it overnight. Um, two starts it had were... were you know, down the track, but uh, started reasonably okay in the market in Group 2 and Group 3 affairs, one in Melbourne and then uh, one in Sydney, then was put out and has come back for two really nice trials. Um, so maybe just not ready first preparation um, coming off, you know, it was in the market. So they obviously thought it had a little bit of the talent. So I'm pretty sure we nice found thing. it too. Pretty sure we found it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I think um, just going off the back of that, um, I'm tipping the Hawks stable have a, have a little bit of a, a, a wrap on this and um, Parker Board can run well. 
Uh, I agree. I actually found the same one. Reeled in runaway leaders, both trials. Um, as you said, first prep was a bit of a non-event, but there's excuses both times. But I like the way it's now hitting the line. I think it um, is also some talent. Uh, Sumatra has been scratched. We don't need to worry about that. And Beautiful Heart, I thought, was an okay debut. Uh, its sister was a, is a real dry tracker, though, so maybe not the conditions for it. I think it's a sister to, to Hungry Heart who thankfully we don't have to worry about anymore. Race three is the 1,900-metre benchmark 72 on the card, where the only horse I could entertain backing here is Star Sparks. Uh, I am sick of all the rest of these. Uh, none of them seem to be in particularly good form, and this will bounce straight to the front under Josh Parr, uh, saved from Saturday to come here. And if the rail's in its advantage, I think it's going to run very well here. I know it's got a bit of weight, but... Um, I think it's this looks even with scratchings looks a better race for it to be honest. So Star Sparks, I think one of the better bets on the card for me actually. Beaver. Yeah, I, th I found it a, a little bit of a tricky affair. Hopefully not a trap race, but I came up with Star Sparks as well. I just thought it was probably going better than most of these at the moment. A um, couple of wins in its last three starts uh, suggest that. So yeah, got it on top. Hopefully controlling the race. Beauty. Race four is the 1,100-metre benchmark 72, where I was keen on Leo overnight. Uh, it's now $1.40, so it'll probably win. Nice resumption in town uh, behind Mount I. And this is a – well, there's nothing left in this race now. And it gets J-Mac. So uh, it's up to you what price you're comfortable taking, really, here, Beamer. Yeah, I think so, mate. Uh, pretty, pretty weak affair, this. And uh, it was an excellent run first up. Um really pushed my tie out and gets Jane Mac on board, as you said, carrying the 61 kilos, but this is an ordinary lot. Race five is a 12.50.72. Uh, lose four to scratchings. Who do you like here? Yeah, look, uh, any one of the, the seven runners here can win this race. Um, open, most open race on, on the card. I've gone for the resuming uh, Ramstein from the Ryan stable. Um, thought it trialled quite nicely. Uh, last trial was was pretty good, and last preparation um, mixed its form a bit, but uh, did run second to Rangers at Kembla Grange uh, in November, which I think is a really good pointer for this race. Um, has shown some ability over the course of its career. Um, hopefully, it can run well fresh and uh, give us a bit of a sight. But uh, again, an open race. Oh, and looking for the three-year-old here. Hell, I am. Uh, one here first up, then went to a Saturday and sat outside lead uh, against Troach, who ran a right in the weekend. Um, and I think coming back here to midweek grade suits it inside gate if the rail's on, hoping Pike can hunt it up and think it can run well. You mentioned Ramstein, and um, look, Bartoselli was probably disappointing last start, but... Uh, maybe a chance here, but uh, I think LIM can run run pretty well. Race six is a Phillies 72 over the 1250, and uh, I am going to stick here with Twilight Affair. I liked its resumption behind Shades of Road. It um, sat outside it and worked pretty hard here, uh, fought up the straight with it, and I think fitness just gave out there. Now comes back, gets to the inside gate, Tim Clark, Go forward at Canterbury. I think all sets up pretty nicely. 
Uh, Roots has been scratched, which is good because I had a question mark on it. And uh, yeah, not a lot else I want to talk about. Petulant's been good. Has been uh, had a, a no luck this prep, but um, comes to the same race and was wide on that occasion, so probably a chance. But um, sticking with the Waterhouse team again here, Beaver. Yeah, same as me. I think he sets up really nice uh, for Twilight Affair now with Roots out. Um, inside gate, jumps to the front, has that fitness now under its belt. A fourth to Shades of Rose, um, beaten four lengths. Uh, Shades of Rose has since come out on the weekend and shown that it's a quality horse. Um, it's probably, again, uh, we missed it at the start, but an outstanding win. It's got some ability, that horse. So um, either beat this field by four lengths pretty comfortably, um, but this time gets to sit on the fence and probably control the race here. Um, yeah, super hard to beat here. Lovely. And we wrap up the day with a 15.50.72. Uh, how are you finishing off? Yeah, I'm finishing the day with a green flash. Uh, now it's got McDonald aboard and again, drawn the one gate. I think it gets the sit just off the speed here. Thought it resumed quite nicely. Only got beat by Wild Chap, who is a freak at Canterbury, who flashed down the outside and beat it. Um, it was pretty much home in that race. Um, I think here with that fitness uh, improvement um, runs really well. Uh, I had Flower Moon on top. Uh, I've liked its last couple of wins, but obviously the form didn't really stack up with the Air of Alsace last week. But uh, I think it's a, a good bit of building, gets through the wet. All right, Jay Collardon, and with all the scratchings, should get a reasonable run. Obviously, scared of Green Flash, who may just bounce straight to the lead and not give any else a chance, which um, is the main concern. Uh, but only two hopes to wrap the day up, and we'll see price dependent. I might play bigger on Green Flash by the time we get there, uh, if the rail does look the place to be. Tricky day for any value, but if you've got a best and a, maybe a couple of preferred bets at least. Yeah, look, uh, my best on the day comes up in race number six, uh, number nine, Twilight Affair. I think it's mm -hmm. the best bet of the day. And my value bet comes up in race five, number six, Ramstein, about the $6 mark. Lovely. I'm going to make my value Seiru for lack of um, too many other options. Uh, and I think my bet, obviously Leo is going to run well. Uh, we'll make my best. We'll go for Scientist in the first, but I also think uh, I think Twilight Affair is going to run really well. And I think um, Star Spark, I think it's a good day for the Waterhouse team. I think Star Sparks will run well too. Uh, so, yeah, not a bad betting day uh, at Canterbury. Uh, don't know if we can say the same uh, as we had down to Cranbourne for our contractually obliged preview of uh, midweek racing there on a heavy 10 uh, for progroupracing.com.au. I'll preface this by saying I don't bet at Cranbourne because I can't stand the track and this card did even less to enthuse me, but hopefully Beaver's got some, some winners along the way as we kick off with uh, the rail out nine. Yeah, as I said, on a heavy, so... <laughs> Let's just see how we make go making up ground there with the rail out that far. But um, we kick off with a mile made and uh, anything to start the day? No, I didn't have anything to start the day. Um, I left this one alone. Uh, a little bit too tricky for me. Yeah, Sissel fine got scratched, so not much left here I want to talk about. Uh, 1,300 metre maiden is race two, where I will leave to you as well, Beaver. Yeah, look, uh, 
again, a, a little tricky, little bit of a tricky affair here. We've got uh, two horses that have only had the one run and both weren't too bad. And then a, a, a new starter. Um, I've gone for the uh, Corson's train, Captain Rogers. Mm-hmm. Uh, ran third first up, Scott Vegan aboard here. Um, just some of the pace there. Um, last start and fought on quite nicely. Uh, possibly do the same today. Race three is the 1,000-metre maiden where uh, all my key hopes have been scratched here. So it does leave Roaring Miss, uh, the one to beat, uh, off a nice resumption. Uh, have you got any other thoughts? Yeah, I thought the same as you. Um, it was a nice little resumption. Has trialled here at Cranbourne, so seen the track. Um, and we know it'll go on, go straight to the front or be on pace. Dry uh, McNeil aboard. Uh, it looks probably the hardest to beat. Race four is the is maybe the most interesting race today, a 64, 1,200 metres, where um, Botany was a horse we were keen on, I'm pretty sure, heading to town last prep and just had no luck at all chasing Adela Moore. Uh, comes here first up for the Moody Stable, first up, second prep. I think we'll run well, but uh, so will Extra Gear, who's trialled really well in the conditions to come here, and so will Rich Divinity, um, who's had the track and a distance set up. But um, just keen to see how Botany and uh, Rich Divinity step out because they could be heading to town at a later date, Beaver. Any thoughts here? I went for Botany. Um, I thought its first up win uh, in its very first start back in March was pretty good, then went to Caulfield and only finished off nicely in that. Um, got yeah. got well back and was only a couple of lengths off at Adela Moore. Um, and then it was got, put out got for chopped a spell. out as well. The keys for yeah. The uh, um, I really like it. I think $4 is not a bad price in this yeah. race. So I've got it on top and I think it's going to be super hard to beat. Beauty. Uh, it gives me a bit more confidence in as we had to race five, a 1,300 metre maiden as well. We get the line through uh, Rich Divinity in the race before, but it's a reactive uh, race to line here. Um, sets up nicely and is still a reasonable price. So I've got it on top uh, from Socia Beal, who resumed okay. So um, not much here to talk about. Baby, you got anything you like? Yeah, I had Socia Beal on top. Um, again, pretty open race. Um, I thought its, it's first up run was pretty good. Uh, I thought it was better than React. Uh, React Both through the same race, race, yeah. Yeah, they came through the same race. Um, even though Reactivate finished in front, I think Associate uh, Beal can turn the table there. Um, main danger, De Niro, I'll probably save on it. Race six is a 2,600-metre 64. Uh, despite the weight and all, all that sort of stuff, I'm sticking with Secret Palace. It's... Uh, was pretty good last start at Sandown and has been going pretty well on prep actually came out to Sydney and um, in between for a wet track run against the Chevrolet. But the other two wins either side were good. And I think this is a, it is a dropping grade, but a big dropping grade. There's not much else here. Uh, I think it's going to run well. It's heading out towards three bucks, which I think will be a bet, Beaver. Yeah, I'm pretty keen on it as well. Um, thinking the same as you. So last start's win was... Um, it's good as uh, its best run this prep after coming from Ramwick. Um, I think it sets up again nicely for it, and I think it looks to be the best horse in the race. Got it on top. 
has also had the 2400 meter run to set up yep. um so it ticks lots of boxes to be honest uh second last is a 2080 benchmark 70 where good luck here what have you got yeah pretty tricky hey yeah. um lots of chances here i just went for a little bit more value in the market and i went for attention run mm -hmm. uh gets a claim here but i think its runs have been okay this preparation around second against fenton Karate last start, beaten less than a length at Sandown. That was a nice run. That finished off really nicely. Um, and then prior to that, ran in some decent quality races at Flemington behind Maserati Bay. Um, no effort at Caulfield. And it was only, and then Milford. And it was, you know, sort of two to four lengths off him in most of those races. Um, I think this distance suits, uh, gets a little bit of a claim, and uh, I think it can run well. Yeah, I sort of agree, but um, I can make cases for the Awesome Sun. I can make a case for Hopkins, even though it's late prep, but comes home. I can make it even a case for Gemini Dance. But I think at the price, um, it might be the better bet here, Redemption Run. Uh, as I said, from Hopkins coming home and Awesome Sun, if you forgive last time, probably should start close to evens in this race. But uh, we'll move on and finish with the, as I've just updated my scratchings, Race eight, uh, benchmark 78 over the 1,000. Now left with um, Zipping Boy on top. Maybe disappointing last start, but now gets control. Wet track, uh, lots of things in its favour and should win. Um, I was keener on the other two resumers here, so you can probably follow, <laughs> follow Philosopher and Jocelyn wherever they turn up next because I think they'll run well. Couldn't be here on Saturday. But anyway, Zipping Boy will win this now. Yeah, uh, half the field gone here. I think Zipping Boy looks the looks the... The standout bet here, um, four starts on the heavy for three wins um, and a placing. Uh, yeah, a bit disappointing last start, but that was in a pretty good race. Um, so I think it can uh, run better here in a pretty in a, in a small field um, and a pretty light on field here. So it was zipping boy on top for me. Beautiful. You got a best in value. Yeah, my value bet. Um, is in race seven, number one, attention run, and my best bet comes up in race six, number one, secret palace. Lovely. Um, I, I'm going to stick with secret palace too. I think it'll run well. Uh, with the price getting out there is now with the scratching, zipping ball run well, and botany might be the value at around, pardon me, four dollars on a day I've struggled to really find too much outside the market. Uh, what do you got for us in Queensland, Beaver? Yeah, I've got three bets up in Ipswich. Uh, race two, number one, Aban. Um, think it'll be winning, not not juicy odds, but uh, should, should get the chocolates. Uh, race five, number seven, Prasolite. Um, about the $354 mark. Uh, nice bet there. And then we will finish off the day up in, uh, in Ipswich in race eight, number two, Never Paid. Uh, currently around mm. the $3.30 mark. Beautiful. Good job, Beaver. We'll be back uh, on Thursday night to look to the Group 1 Wink Stakes card, uh, as well as dive into Mooney Valley. There's plenty to discuss there. Uh, a bit more in-depth preview coming up there. Good punny today, guys, and we will talk very soon. <laughs>